Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. <laughs> two weeks i feel like there's so much to talk about and yet i'm exhausted and there's nothing to talk about so there's first of all so much to talk about. i have to put a disclaimer out there that i'm sick i haven't been sick well in a nobody's long gonna time. make out with you on a podcast i, have, I know but <laughs> or i feel shake your hand. i feel a little fuzzy that's all and uh, my you know voice what, is I, weird well i think it's opposite day because <laughs> usually i that's how i feel when i'm on the podcast <laughs> I feel fuzzy. And my <laughs> yes. <not> yes. <laughs> yes. I guess I'm I'm you today. All right. Well, I cannot drive the ship, so you still have to drive the ship because then I get. Do you drive out. a ship or do you steer a ship? You can drive a ship. Really? <laughs> yeah. On the road of the ocean? No. You can steer it and oh. throttle it, and that's driving. <laughs> it's funny. I make we my were own gonna, rules up. What? I've said it's funny. We were going to talk about dad. And when you talk about a ship, it makes me immediately think about dad. Well, first of all, the disclaimer is this is for entertainment purposes only. Yes. If we talk about anything relevant at all, we we're not qualified to give you I am qualified. any kind of medical advice. No, I'm not. I'm not qualified for that. Mm-mm. But I am qualified for guidance. Yes. Okay. And you're qualified to uh, tell people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's my strength that's your strength play to your strengths boss. everybody i'm qualified to boss to boss i the am boss. the boss of you this was a tough week for me yeah yeah i cried a lot oh. i i because i i'm hitting menopause and we've talked about it and so it's i it got hit hard then we had the workshop we talked about the workshop did yeah and i think something happened after the workshop i think i elevated quite a bit mm-hmm. and i was dizzy and then i had that stuff that happened and i slept and then I was crying and I just felt weird. And then I felt great. And then I felt sad because it was Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And I just still can't get over he died on Father's Day. This is a fucker. <laughs> it, like, was his last, it was his last practical joke on me. You know? But we it's just like. Was, we knew he was dying for a, you know, a year and a half prior to his death. He was given six months to live. And. Dad, in his stubbornness, I always say, you know, in his, you know, politically correct, I'm saying it, guineaness, you know, he had congestive heart failure, which is like water around your organs, especially your heart. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he didn't like, there were five different kind of water pills and he went through each one and each one he did not like the side effects. Dad was the kind of person who was like really in tune with his body. And, you know, he defied, you know, he had a... He defied, he defied every law I know, of any He should time. have been dead 25 years prior. But he decided he was going to live for Sophie. And we really resented him and how much he loved Sophie. And now we're repeating now we're like that. <laughs> now I'm like, because totally get it. Totally get it. Who's Sophie? Who's Donovan? I, <laughs> I have no idea. It's all about Coco. That's Little all I Nico. think about is Coco. So... Yeah, dad should have been dead so long ago, defy the odds. And so when he had this new diagnosis, um, he was like, all right, he would tell us he would feel a gurgle. <laughs> and he would say it like and a gurgle. He'd say, I'm gurgling. I feel a little gurgly today. So you know what he would do? Yeah. You know what he would do? I'd wake up and he has a whole pot of coffee. <laughs> Such a guy with his farberware. Yeah, dad. The percolator. The percolator. Dad, you can't drink a whole instead what of taking you water pills because he didn't like the first <laughs> pill because it made him feel like he had a stroke in the back of his neck. It was hot and there was shooting, shooting pains and shooting sensations. OK, so, okay. so let's try the next pill. The next pill made him feel very sleepy, right. lead feet. He couldn't golf. The next then pill. There's no point. He said there's like, no point in living if he, he couldn't w- play golf. I know. And it, it just went through all the pills. So he decided to um, give himself a full pot of coffee <laughs> diuretic. And I woke up, I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making coffee. And I said, how much coffee? It's like the big one. Yeah. We have a little one and a 12 cup. Right. 
he it's drank the one that you put on when you know you're having company. Entermans. Entermans off the refrigerator. You put the Entermans, right? <laughs> and so he was having Entermans every day because yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, well, you know, it's a diuretic. It'll help me pee out the water. I said, first of all, you're going to go into convulsions with the caffeine. Yeah. You're 10 pounds. Yeah, because he wouldn't do decaf either. Because he wouldn't do that's decaf. not... And you know what? Yeah. He was a big guy. And then he lost all that weight. Yeah. He so became he a went, small guy. He's a small guy. Small big guy. Because he's tall. I'm yeah. like, Dad, you're 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee is more than how much you weigh. You can't drink like that. And then he's wondering why he's shaking. I know. And then he's like, he's like, you know what? Because he was big on alternatives, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I said, Dad, I said, let me make you some parsley water. So I got, you know, if yeah. you like, I said, I want, he watches Rachel Ray. <laughs> so here I go <laughs> through the YouTube. Rachel Ray, parsley water. I know. Do you, wait. He wouldn't wait, listen to anybody else with um, Rachel Ray. What? We went to Bonefish Grill once and he was like, I'll have that with a little, a little touch of EVOO. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he's like, just a touch of EVOO. And the <laughs> server was like, I hear you. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't, you don't hear that, man. You don't hear that. I don't man. watch Rachel Ray, but I understand that that's her shorthand. That's and her thing. dad picked it up. That's her clap it out, shake it off and <laughs> do a dance. Her, that's her dance. <laughs> and I said, dad, I was like, stop. Oh, we'll do parsley water. But he wouldn't listen to me until I put the damn YouTube of Rachel Ray with the parsley <laughs> water. He's like, I don't parsley water is not going to yeah. do anything. I was like, it's a, it's a natural diuretic. No, it's not. So I put on YouTube. Rachel Ray said it. So he made parsley water. Ugh. And then we had to make a trip to the Hannaford. Then we had to get a new Tupperware for it. Yeah. Then we, <laughs> <laughs> then we had yeah. to get, you know. He was a good, he ha- he definitely had, he didn't have a lot of stuff, but he definitely liked the gadgets, very specific for specific things. Yes. I'm the opposite. I'll use a butter knife for a screwdriver and my letter opener my and my everything. And dad liked having, you know, very specific like things. Store. It was very funny. He went to the store, it smelled so bad. And he <laughs> loved that store. All our presents came from the spore store. I know, the outlet. The Forever, I thought that place. was the name of it. I didn't know <laughs> <That's> what. <laughs> you mean like I'm like I'm like because I would tell somebody, oh, we're gonna go to the sports store, and Dad's like, don't say that. Yeah, and I was like, but that's what you call it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's the warehouse store, and I said, why you call it? what's a spore? I didn't know what a spore oh, was. Of course you didn't. I didn't know what it was. I was like, thanks for going shopping for my Christmas gift there. Yeah, and now that's where I buy all your presents. My favorite thing is he would entertain his brother from out of town. <laughs> to the He's coming all the way in from Texas. Okay. Yes. So maybe, maybe they'll go to the culinary for lunch. Maybe. Because we're lucky enough to live there, you know, nearby. Maybe. 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 We live in the Hudson Valley. You know how many beautiful tourist things there oh are to do God. in Hudson Valley? We live in but paradise. Dad, Dad took Uncle Gus to his favorite discount store. <laughs> That we call we called it the mold mart and right. he called it the spore store. Right. Because it had that funky smell. But it was true. There were bargains to be had. And those two old men loved hours. Hours. Dad, where are you? I'm at I'm at the spore store. <laughs> okay, I'll see you in a couple hours. That's the way they were. I got Uncle Gus. And then they good. drove all the way to Kingston because at the time there was a Tuesday morning store and they have those in Texas. And so Uncle Gus was like matching his bargains for his bargains. I'm like, they're brothers. You know what? Can you? That's but. And I remember saying, we cannot judge them. We cannot judge. You know why? Have you seen us? Have you met met us at all? (laughs) (laughs) Have you met us as sisters? True. That's what we're going to be like, Don. That's really sad for a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) We do do that. Let's go down and check something out. I don't know. Take a trip. Dad, so I, I missed, so I missed him. I don't know. It's it's like worse. It was. It, I didn't feel like the this first last year. year. The first year is no. the worst because yeah. you have to go through all of the first. And that's with anybody you lose going through the first birthday, the first holiday, the yeah. first, the first. Yeah, it's really hard. The second that's year, the I I was okay. Let I felt like I was a little better yeah, I last feel year. Like the second year, you're like, we made it. We're okay. Everything's kind of leveled out. And then I got slammed. Yeah. I, I, it just came out of nowhere. And you know what? You, I always say you got to do mindful grieving. You got to just work through it. And it, and when you work through it, you got to go with the motions and you're fine. Mm. You know, and I don't think and the whole thing is I didn't want to 
I don't know if this is the correct term, but stigma the the day because it's Father's Day and you just like, did I pump myself up because it was Father's Day or was I really organically feeling it? But I think I really felt the energy shift because it was like two weeks before and I was feeling him and and thinking about him and like Sophie was having dreams about him. Mm -hmm. And I think he was I think he was trying to communicate. Mm. I know he communicates, but I I think he was communicating. Mm. So I I like I think I miss him more. It's like you don't you know, when it's not out of sight and of mind, I always think about him. But I think I felt his energy and it was like, boom. So coming out of that, but then we went to Pride. We went to the uh, the Pride Hudson, 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 New York. I was like their Pride Parade for such a small town. They have a very large Pride Parade. I like it. That's and fun. I thought about Dad. I think that Dad would have. Oh, Dad, Dad would have loved, loved it. it. Yeah, Dad would have loved it. He's you know, and um, so I thought about that. And then I think about little baby Nico. Yeah, how much he would love to. You know, he loved kids. He loved all of us so much. The 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 good thing about dad not being around with Nico is there aren't fist fights to get to the baby. Like Sophie. He would, no, it's so if Sophie, uh, yeah, if, Sophie if, would, if dad gave more attention to Nico like we do, she would jump off a bridge. Yeah. She can't handle she would yeah. stab him. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean it literally, but I'm just saying. She would could get so angry. Their their love was so big. Yeah. They are soulmates. I really yeah. believe that. I believe that Sophie came. Sophie's contract, because, you know, I believe in contracts. Mm-hmm. Sophie's contract, I think, was a gift f- to keep dad going. Oh, yeah. I think there was something yeah, between them. Yeah, because in 1995, dad had a less than 10% chance of survival from a very complicated cancer surgery. And... There they was gave him like one, a five percent. It chance. was a ridiculously like small, low survival single rate. single digit chance of survival. I had said I thought it was fifteen percent, but then Dad, before he died, was like, "No, it was like eight yeah, percent or something." Maybe he just didn't want to say that way back then when it happened. What was interesting is that about that surgery, I was just telling friends about this, was that there was no doctor, definitely not in the Hudson Valley. Not in New York City, but yeah. there was that Doogie Hauser kid. And I wonder where that doctor is he, now. He got murdered. That's not the doctor. Oh. No, 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 no. The surgeon. Oh, the surgeon's not the... The, the his surgeon doctor. was not his oncologist. Oh, okay. Um, his surgeon was a Doogie Hauser type. He was 20-something years old with his bow tie. And he stepped up. There was no doctor that knew how to do this procedure. Right. He had an es- it was esophageal... Very he had his whole esophagus removed and a stomach stretched and a stomach stretched up to make a false esophagus. And Brilliant. now actually Albany, um, I think has he's in the medical books. Dad said he was in the medical. Yeah. Books. Uh, there are people in the area that can do now what had happened with dad, but they had to flip him on the table. That's crazy. And the surgery was like more than 12 hours or something. And I remember the surgeon saying, the longer it is, the better for you. But they were going to open him up. And if they saw that it spread, they would just uh, sew him back up. And I remember, uh, you know, I was in my 20s when that happened. And I was like, and the doctor said it's the most complicated surgery. And I kept coming up with like heart transplant. He's like easier. Like he was very cute. um, The young doctor, he was very brave and he was very honest he was. I remember. I didn't know and much. Uh, I was young. I was, yeah. I was too busy. I mean, because I just got pregnant. I think I was pregnant yeah. with Sophie yeah. when he was dying. And you were having a nervous breakdown. That was my dad. What? It was my dad. Yeah. No, I. Uh, you were also having problems with the father of your. Oh, well, that yeah. was constant. But with the asshole. But yeah. um, anyway, uh, they had to flip him on the table and collapse one lung at a time. The scar was fucking awesome though it looked like he was bit by a shark it does look and it was look my like favorite when he you know it took a year for that wound to really like look yeah. okay so it was my favorite when um like we went to he had the surgery in the spring and and then uh that summer we went to look at fireworks and it was really crowded and my dad pulled up to the cop and and dad was like, we need handicapped parking. And the guy was like, what's wrong with you? It doesn't like, it doesn't look like right. you need handicapped. And he lifted up his shirt. 
<laughs> and I thought the cop was going to faint. It's it was yes, really it was, gruesome. It was, it's gruesome. Really gruesome. It looked like a big U from the. It looked top, like a shark. Like bite. a shark. Yeah. Yeah. It was really big. It was fucking awesome. And um, anyhow, I don't. I, there was a thought I was going to go to, and I completely forgot because I'm thinking about that cop's face. I never forget it. He was horrified, and uh, Dad was like, "That was fun." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That was fun." Um. What was I saying about that? Oh, uh, no. And actually, his oncologist. So he went right into radiation therapy. Right. They only thought that he should live five years. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it was his cancer was so severe and the surgery was very severe. And so they pumped him full of so much radiation. And um, he did chemotherapy. Sophie was born during right. that time. And dad was just fucking determined to survive it. And live it and be there for her. He healed himself. Uh, totally. I believe he that. Healed he healed himself. He's, he's the most willful willful person I ever met, ever knew. And uh, he tells the story how he uh, went into the gym one day after a year or two. No, it was longer than that. It was longer than that. And he saw that oncologist, that unfortunately uh, predeceased dad. And uh, the oncologist said, holy shit, you're alive. Did you know that? No, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And dad was like, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. And so the results of all of that radiation, you know, radiation stays in your body forever, and it continued to calcify him and all his organs. So when it came down to the end of his life, you know, 20 years, he shouldn't have been alive, according to Western medicine, and the doctors would give him one of those, uh, the cardiograms or I don't, is that, I'm not sure if that's the correct term, but once a year, dad had to actually like have kind of a computer digital picture yeah, yeah, taken yeah, yeah. of his heart. But it was always very unusual because his, his pathways to his heart, they created different ones because the he back regenerated. Of his heart, I remember yeah. that. I was like, dad, you're an alien. You regenerated yeah. like a lizard or something. I'm like, yeah. cut your leg off. Let's so see what happens. Because of that. It's and amazing. the doctors were always amazed. So when it came down to the water pills, not working him, yeah. him using coffee, he like thinks, well, fuck you doctors. You don't even know what's happening with my body. You don't know why it happened and how it happened. Right. You're amazed when you look at the pictures of my body. So why am I going to take the drugs that make me feel like garbage? Right. And that's not, I, I am not, that was how he felt. And so how much could we argue with him? And if you remember a week before he died before, no, excuse me, two weeks before he died, and uh, before he decided to go into the hospital that last time, uh, he went to his that own doctor. That we had to wait until 12 o'clock at midnight. Yeah, I think I told that yeah. story. And uh, we took him to the doctor and his blood oh, pressure right. was so low. He was a zombie. The, the nurse kept doing it over and over. And dad's like, are you okay? And the woman was like, I don't know why. How are you? I, I, I just don't. How did. Uh. <laughs> and dad was like, it's okay. I know it's bad. And it was really his blood pressure. He was, was so able low. to get in and out of a car like when it's about fifty over thirty. Yeah, like, it was ridiculous. It was like well, it wasn't fifty. It was like I think it was like it was, sixty, sixty, it, yeah. sixty over something. Yeah, sixty so over like twenty or 20, thirty. It was really low. It was crazy. And he was walking, and I just and the and doctor, he was very honest. He was like, "I need a doctor who's going to sign off on my death certificate if I die at home." Right. He yeah. was so proactive. He was very. Insp he's very inspiring. Yeah. Uh, you know, he helps me a lot thinking about how I heal myself, you know, when I had my hip surgery and overcoming and not, you know, succumbing to it. And I really appreciate that because he is just absolutely so willful, so willful. Yeah. And I, and it's amazing. One He's of my amazing. favorite things about him, it wasn't until I was that age that he... 75? <laughs> I don't know. What age? No, in, the four, in his 40s yeah. is when he learned to water ski. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He, and Dad's not an athlete. No, he but wasn't an athlete. Legs. He was strong. He was really strong because he well, he worked a physical job. He was strong, but he always had a belly, and um, he was very strong. Yeah, but uh, he said us kids were having too much fun. He wanted to know what it was like. Oh, and we always had fun. And he did have fun. We had a lot of fun. So he learned to water ski. I'm like Jesus. I, at 42, I can't, I'm a, I was a very good water skier. I was, I could have went pro water skiing. 
It was my life as a kid. And I think about it now with my aunt. I couldn't drag my ass out of the <laughs> bathtub. Like, like, I'm just like, oh, my God. In my mind, I think, oh, my God, I would love to do that again. It's so freeing. I could probably do it. But then I'm like, oh, my God, I can't drag my ass out of the water. It was such a free feeling. It's like the most amazing feeling. Ever. It was. The, I will say that the getting up on water skis the first time and we didn't do it the pussy way sitting on a float or the oh, dock no. or the dad beach. wouldn't have that no dad wouldn't have that he's like, like pushed us he <laughs> like pushed us out the boat <laughs> in the deep end of the lake and was like you're either getting up or not you know it's like <laughs> oh god he did that all day that's how we drove Tips a car up. you gotta you gotta use standard shift figure it out Figured, you gotta yeah. learn that way yeah, tips up, let's go. Yeah, and, then and I will it. say that the, you know, coming up out of the water for the first time and standing up yeah. is was such a great sense of I accomplishment. Think I don't think I've ever felt more accomplished <laughs> in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't think I've ever seen you with a Muppet smile until you got out of the, until then. That you were so happy. You oh were my so gosh, excited. Your mouth was completely so open. Fun. You were so elmoed out. Mostly because it was the fastest I ever. It was fast. Was moving. You were going forty. We were going forty miles an hour. Well, the the boat was going. Four. Well, I don't the boat know how was that probably works going out. a little under forty at the most, but not when we were first learning. It was in the twenties. When I was, but it doesn't matter. You it know, was fast. I you know I was a bit of an adrenaline uh, speed demon. We still are. Fun. Yeah, we kind of are. Uh, yeah, like the more danger, the more fun. I remember when I got up on a w- one water ski for the first time. One ski, yeah. Dad was so proud of me. Yeah. He was like, look at you, look at you. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's right. And then I would just ski yes. like that all the time. Yeah, I, I, think I, to- I think I told the story on the podcast of um, when I wiped out so bad on the one ski. It was really choppy. And of course, I always pushed every boundary. Right. And I tried to jump the wake and I went right into a cross wake, you know, mm-hmm. and it and it pulled the ski off of me yeah. and the ski kind of went up, but it flipped. Yeah. So the skag hit my face. Damn. And I was bleeding and I was freaked out. Yeah. Because, you know, getting hit in the face with anything is freaky and getting hit in the head. I know and that. It, and it's, uh, right. You hit me 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I did hit you earlier. <laughs> Get it together. I gave you a good Betty Davis slap. That was fun. We digress. So, and I remember saying to dad, like, uh, let me in the boat. Let me in the boat. Let me in the boat. And dad was, and dad brought me close to the boat. And his friend Bob was in the, in the right. boat too. as the spotter. And he looked at my cheek and I thought he was giving me like tender love, like, oh, you poor thing. And then he was like, you're going to be okay. You got to ski home. And I was, and I know we were like, oh my gosh, we had to have been two miles. We were halfway. He wasn't going to let you pussy out. No way. He didn't teach us to do that. And I was started to cry. Because if you didn't, you'd never go back up again. And he said, I'll do this for you. And he threw the other ski so I could. That was pussying out for him. <laughs> was two skis, yeah, not right. one ski. He wanted ski. to teach you a lesson. He wanted to teach me a lesson, he but he was right because I do. I was very shaken. Yeah. And of course, by the time I'm skiing home, and I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm like right behind the boat. Right. I'm not doing any tricks. Right. I'm not. I'm just like, and I'm kind of, t- you know, not crying. You know, right. I'm not crying. <laughs> and so when, and you guys were all at the beach. And what's interesting is that as mom is watching us approach. Mm-hmm. Um, when we pulled in, mom was like, w- she goes on the dock and was like, what's wrong? Cause she could tell by the way I was not <laughs> skiing right. and not crying right. or whatever. And, um, I swam in and I had so much dried blood. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so much worse than it really was. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm sure mom was like, rob it. Yeah. Mom rob. was like, I can't believe you. She's bleeding. She's bleeding. <laughs> And then Dad was like, "She's fine. She's fine." And in the end, I was fine. I, you know, washed it off and, and whatever. And you got back up skiing. Oh yeah, that yeah. was the lesson. It was a he good was lesson. Good. He was a good dad. Yeah. Do you know who's like that? Sophia. What? With her Nico, it drives me crazy. Oh, she, she, she's she, rough. She, she carries that boy around like a sack of potatoes. She's like, get over, like, get up, get over. And I like it. That's good. But then now I'm like, wait, that's my grandchild. Wait, yes. send, gentle, gentle. <laughs> she looks at me and she gives me that half mass size. 
She's not here. That's why we're talking about totally. her. Totally. We could totally talk about we her. We can totally talk about Sophie, oh but God, I'm just so mad. She's going to get so mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had another thought about that, and I forgot what that's it was. That's okay. Oh, you want to hear another? This is a funny dried blood story. Is there I really a funny story? It, I never told it on the podcast. Really? Yeah, I swear. Okay, go ahead. So this is a new story, but I just thought of it now. Go ahead. Okay, so the year is 1988. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> living at home. I'm kind of in between roommates. Nancy and I had a falling out. Mm-hmm. She left the apartment. I was going someplace else. And I was uh, working lots of jobs and going to hardcore shows at CBGB's every week mm-hmm. and other hardcore shows. And me and my friend Lauren went to a show not at CBGB's. It was the Anthrax or something in Connecticut. In Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And Brewster. And she was dating one of the musicians. We were too close. We were standing close, very close to the kind of the makeshift stage. And this was before Bikini Kills, Girls to the Front time. This right. is when girls stayed to the back because you just, listen, it was like, it was kind of like pirate equality. Like if girls were in the pit or near where the guys were being very violent, you were treated like yeah you would have gotten a smash yeah that was the pot they also the, the they're pot. also that was the pit the pot. <laughs> the pot. there's the all pot. there was also a few content a few guys who wanted to teach girls lessons to put them in their place but then there were more guys that would take care yeah, of those guys more. crazy violent times doesn't matter except that so all of a sudden we're chatting we realize and it was a small narrow pl- long narrow place and the band starts and i was like what like I didn't have enough time to get in the back. Uh oh. And I literally turned around and got punched in the face. Oh I got punched square in the face. Oh my God. Luckily, I had friends there. I feel like it was Ray or Tim or I don't know, somebody, another metal, some metal friends. And they pulled me out and, yeah. you know, out of harm's way. And I was just kind of holding my face. And I was like, oh gosh, that hurt. It's smart. And, but whatever continued, everything was fine. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, there wasn't, it was a little bloody at first, but not too bad. Right. Drove home, was exhausted. Absolutely exhausted. Cause it was a long drive. Had to be at an eight o'clock in the morning class. Mm -hmm. I think I got home at four. Mm -hmm. I fell asleep, like just (laughs) conked over. Did you have a, did you have a concussion? Uh, like it, like I don't think so. Okay. Having had a concussion, I right. don't think so. Looking right. back, I really just, it was just my face, my nose area. Right. So I fell asleep face down and my alarm goes off and I look at the time and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to change my alarm. It was way too late. And I literally just like changed my panties, like, and ran out of the house, got in the car. Oh my Jesus. I'm driving to school and I reel at a stoplight. I just glance at myself in the rearview mirror <laughs> and I have caked blood all over oh that side God. of my face where I had been hit <laughs> earlier in the evening. And yeah, that was not fun. And I pulled I into like a McDonald's. It was very punk rock. It was very <laughs> punk rock. And I went into a McDonald's and Too was trying was to wash my face. You would have taken a selfie. You know, I think so much about how I'm so relieved we did not have phones and recording. Thing like, oh my gosh, kids have no idea how bad they no have idea. it. They have no idea how bad they so have. So I loved. I went to I went to school and Lauren was like, "Hey, are you okay?" And I was like, "I do. I have dried blood anywhere." And I had dried blood in the corner of my eye. Ew, you're so gross. She was like, "You're such a badass." We didn't use that <laughs> word, badass. I don't know what she said, but you were a badass. Rest, like Lauren, rest in peace. You know peace. who else is a badass? Dad. 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 Yeah. Dad laughed when I told He's him. He's so great. He's so great. Here's he to laughed. Dad. When I said, I said, Dad, I had dried blood. And I was telling him the story and he was like, well, did you, hit? he was concerned. He was like, didn't you hit that guy back? I'm like, <laughs> no, it wasn't that kind of situation. And he was like, he, he was more like what happened in right, the scrapbook. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. Why didn't Dad. I get my fair share in is really what he wanted to know. That's what he wanted to know. It was funny. Oh, I know. Mm. Dad. Dad. Well, here's to dad. Here's to all the 
really cool dads. There's a lot of cool dads. There's a lot of dads that aren't so great, but there's a lot of great dads, <laughs> that, dads that aren't so great, but there's also you guys, yeah. by the way, fuck you. If you're <laughs> listening and you're not a good dad, fuck I you. I don't think they're going to listen if they're not a good dad, <laughs> but there's a lot of great dads who really enjoy it. And I, and I appreciate that. And we had one and he's dead on father's <laughs> day. That's so sad. We're going to take a break now. <laughs> think about our dead dad <laughs> dead, dad. Oh. dead. Oh, it's crazy Okay, we're back. We're done saying dead. <laughs> I was really abrupt. I didn't mean it to say it like that, but that's how I feel. Yeah. It, it was... <sighs> okay. Okay, let's let's move on. Anyway. Let's move on. We're going to move on. I was on Love vacation it. last week. I went to Florida. You looked Lauderdale. very pretty. You had a little flower in your hair. You had some A lot of makeup. Cans, it's amazing what makeup can do. Lots of calf cans. Lots hanging of out with flip-flops. Kim. Kim of Smash Fire Designs talked to her about it. And um, I talked about her before, is what I want to say. Sophie just walked in. She's distracting me. Um, and she's just like you. What? She's just like you. Yeah. So uh, while on vacation, she's gorgeous my friend. Yes. And brilliant. She's gorgeous and brilliant. She's gorgeous and brilliant. And a dipshit like you. <laughs> and she knows that she knows that I say that with incredible love. I'm not joking. It's because we're so brilliant. We don't have no time. She for met a couple. There was a shuttle to like a mm-hmm. to the Mike a restaurant that yeah. we were all going to. And on the bus, she met a couple of Germans. And then later on in the evening, we were chatting with other people and he was the man was clearly South American. I don't know if he was Argentinian or Chilean, but he was definitely, he was dark, he was Latin, he had that South American yeah. accent, and she said, oh, more Germans, and w- <laughs> all of us thought, oh my gosh, that's hilarious, you're so charming, and then she looked at us, she's like, no, really, isn't he from Germany? <laughs> like, oh my God, <laughs> and then she, then Kim realized what she said, she's like, oh my gosh, it's, I'm making you not miss your sister right now, <laughs> then Thank later you, on, Kim. Thank you. then later on, she couldn't think of um, the she couldn't think of the the saying my eyes were bigger than my stomach mm-hmm. and she kept saying my head can't eat that <laughs> <laughs> her head can't eat that she was like my head can't eat that and i was like what <laughs> she made me not love it you. i'm yes. glad i'm not alone there are bananas lo- everywhere oh i love it bananas bananas everywhere <laughs> there are bananas everywhere i love it i'm plagued by bananas. it's <laughs> like my karma if i made like a german existential film about my my life right it would be like as a sauerkraut black and white <laughs> and black and white like me just like <laughs> not being able to overcome the, the bananas that are <laughs> flying out of the sky like the frogs in magnolia <laughs> that's my life you know what? Listen, we only bring bananas joy. like magnolia. Yes, it's brilliant. We're brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I am a banana. We have okay. so many balls in the air. Let's what talk balls? about our balls. What? What? The, what balls? What? Are, what are our balls right now? Number one. First of all, I don't know what you're talking about. Number one. Do you mean bullet points? Bullet balls. Points? What balls bu- in the air? Like a juggler? Boink, boink, boink. Oh, balls in the air. Yeah. I went straight to quick pick. Yeah. I went straight to quick pick. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what balls? No, we have, we have um, so many balls in the air. So many balls in the air. What's Says the juggler now? of banana. I know. <laughs> so he's not having us talk about it. Yeah. So first of all, um, on Wednesday, yeah, we are going to St. John the Divine. I'm really looking forward to that trip. We're hoping to get there. Are you coming, Sophie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sophie has a baby. She has the baby. He's adorable. Oh, my God. The cutest thing ever. So sidetracked. Can't even he focus on balls. He loved the parade. He loved the parade. He was waving at everybody, Sophie. He was waving he with was his baby arms. He was waving with his little baby arms And then he's like everybody. shaking and like just that, that uh, whatever <laughs> laugh he does. He, <laughs> he does, does like that this, crazy laugh. He's so quirky. 
He is a quirky little kid. Ugh. But he was he was digging it whenever there was music involved in Oh, he was he jumping. was right there. The bagpipes, he was like his eyes were like saucers. He just loved it. As opposed to our little Donovan. Mm-hmm. So when Donovan We had some was, PTSD going to the parade. We did. I had some PTSD going to the parade with a baby. We did. Because the last time we had a parade with a baby, he It sh- was in front of our house. It was yeah. We didn't know that our little town had a Memorial Day parade. I didn't know Donovan was autistic. And we didn't know that Donovan was, he was uh, on, the spectrum. on the spectrum yet. I mean, we knew he was a different baby and he was high maintenance and different, but we didn't know to what extent. He has pervasive developmental disorder. And it's okay for me to say that. Yeah. It gives me permission, um, which is like really heightened sense, like sensory disorder. And so knowing that, now my poor baby oh my like, god i had no idea we were so uneducated i had no idea about anything i know i knew nothing about nothing so we're like we hear like you know what is it the you know snare drum in the, in the distance and yeah. i was like oh my gosh i go outside i'm like oh my gosh it's like a parade it's memorial day that's so cute that's so fun so we take the kids outside like this is gonna be great and donovan lost his mind he like he just he went. I think he did run in the scream to tell him to shut up. Yeah, he did. He ran in the in the street. <laughs> Stop! Stop it! And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> my kid's gonna get trampled by the marching band. And he was like little petite three year old. He was little and a diaper, and they still had a pacifier like hanging out of his mouth. He yeah, was like yell. He could yell with a pacifier <laughs> like a cigar. He could talk. First of all, I call him little Harvey. Was yeah. like had the cigar in his mouth going, Stop and yes. he was screaming and then he was throwing rocks at them. Yeah, so then we pulled him inside the and house. And then he slammed the door and he ran up the stairs and he was screaming, screaming and, and throwing make stuff. Him, make and it stop, make it stop. And I was like, There was nothing we could do. We went you tried to get him in the back, it didn't work. And it's just so it's I think so the only thing that worked was I think we put him in the car and put him uh Put, put Metallica, Metallica on. on. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Like loud music and then loud music. He, he Specifically Cliff Burton music. Well, Specifically. First of, all, first of all. It's fabulous taste he has. Yes. Was Cliff, Cliff Burton was awesome. Yeah. It, it was, was the bass. The bass yeah, yeah. balances the chakra. Yeah. I guess. Now that I understand, you know, now that, you yeah. know, musicology, that the bass is the vibration of the lower. That's what I learned is that his anxiety and his energy is so much in his head that he couldn't ground himself and so that's why he always listened to heavy metal because it had that boom 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 yeah and it actually lowers the the energy to the bass yeah and that's why it calmed him down that's why i listen to heavy metal because i'm a stairhead all my energy is in my head (laughs) so i gotta like bring it down so now that that's what we did and that's true yeah we didn't know we just knew that he responded to for whom the bell tolls that was it play that <laughs> i bought that dvd <laughs> and i i taught oh, sophie yeah. i taught sophie uh which track it was on the remember he had the dvd yeah, yeah. the metallica dvd and yep. so it was like finding nemo metallica finding nemo <laughs> it was finding nemo finding nemo finding oh maybe some uh some james the giant peach metallica <laughs> <laughs> and sean yeah. paul yeah yeah he likes sean paul sean paul with his necklace. Okay, so we digress. So anyway, we we digress. have balls in so, there. So Sophie has Nico, so she can't come to St. John the Divine. We are taking the train and then the subway, and I think we're going to get there about 1130. And I think at 1230, anybody who wants to meet us uh, will be there for mindfulness, I think. Yeah. We'll just sit after See what happens. being inspired. Yeah. It's, you know, we've talked about it before. It's a follow-up of uh, our spring intentions about what, about being inspired. Yeah. And I am really making this um, my summer of writing. Um, I'm almost done with that gift that one of our listeners gave me. Amazing. Of the, of the creative writing course. Amazing. Um, what and a nice uh, gift. Oh, so nice. And I'm going to uh, really uh, dive into it. Dive into my creativity this summer. Is that your summer That's solstice? my summer intention. That's my intention for summer solstice, which is the 21st. Yes. Tonight, it's uh, Monday. What's the date? St- what is it? 17th? Yeah. Full Tonight's moon. the strawberry So I'm going to get all the stones and put them out on the porch. Yeah. I'm going to do a lot of work tonight. Yeah. So uh, the St. John field trip is the one ball. The second ball is 
you are about to drop later tonight we'll be dropping the first video of the online tarot mm -hmm. course yeah which is exciting people have signed up for that that's exciting that's exciting there's still time actually it's from now until july 8th yeah. you can sign up because the videos you can watch at your own time right and there'll be three of them by July 8th. And then July 8th is the first online lab right. with Crowdcast. Yeah. So Kathy um, is giving people homework and then you can participate in the Crowdcast live streaming. Yeah. And there's only a few people. So I think you'll be able to give people good attention. Uh, it's going to be perfect. It's actually it's I perfect. think it's really perfect. It's ex it's exactly what we set out to do for the first one. Yeah. And then there's another live lab on the 22nd. Yes. So and we can so practice. So there's so a lot of practice. So we can practice how to read your cards. Yeah. It'll be very fun. You're using the Rider Waite deck. Yes. It's going to be good. It's really good. Rider Waite, basic. It's all about intention, how to read for yourself, not going crazy. Oh, my God. Reading for people. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. If you are interested in reading people's fortunes, don't sign up. That's not, that's, this isn't it. Yeah. This isn't it. This is for yourself. This is how to read for yourself without putting your brain into it because that's what happens. We all think about what we want the outcome to be, so we manipulate it. So we're just going to start doing practices on how to do perspective. Look at the card. What? How do you feel? It's all good. It's really great. I'm having a good time doing it. Good. Excellent time. Excellent time. You're very good at it. <laughs> And then the Etsy store, Donna. I know. It's so exciting. It's kind of live. It's live. We still have to tweak it, but it's there. It's there. I've been working. I'm doing technology. And so. this week. And then and then if you're on Patreon. Yes. We're going to do. We're doing a live with Kathy. Right. Yeah. Because we can't call it QVC. No, we can't. We have to call it something else. It's like. And, and Kathy's going to describe describe show what we're selling on the etsy store i'm gonna wear a blouse with some pearls <laughs> i'm, I'm gonna, gonna wear the headband yeah wear the, the christmas headband yeah. that lady yeah oh do so that fun. and i'm gonna wear a wig i think i'm gonna wear my merlin wig no why not why are you saying no i could do what i want i need to have long hair and wear pearls that's what they wear and they have nails <laughs> <laughs> they'll have nails and pearls yeah, because we do what everybody else does. <laughs> no. I think dressing up is pretty funny. No, but it is it is kind of cool that, um, you know, when people get readings from Kathy or they ask me about, like, what to do, for example, for the solstice. Right. We're always referring them to other places and getting crystals from other places and stuff. But we started collecting the materials to put it's these been kits six together. Months. It's, it's been, been a long time. It's been a year. <laughs> because, well, well, we wanted to do it right, and we uh -huh. want to put intentions in things. Yeah. We Everything don't just want to, you know, throw things together. It's no. like there's intention in every single thing, so it takes time. All the crystals are charged and blessed. All the candles, all the... I make the I make sprays for each one Aroma of them. Aromatherapy. Aromatherapy sprays, and I come up with... I came up with formulas... And I'm really proud of my them. favorite is the not today spray. You named it. It was really fun. Not today. Not today. And not today is for your office mates. You don't want around you. <laughs> you just spray it. It's like a really it's better than just sage spray because like sage spray has like a like a soapy yeah. smell. This yeah. doesn't have that. No, it has. It has other. Things I like it. it. I like it a lot. I appreciate yeah. that. I did feel kind of professional. I know. And you were like, I think I made a good not today spray. I honestly was like, OK, let's see. And I. It, I impressed I, you. you I it's hard impressed. to impress you. Believe you True. me. Believe you me. Forty years. Yeah, I'm a hard critic. It was very good. Thank you. I appreciate it was that. Very good. I appreciate that. I have a spray bottle for you. I'll give you one. Okay. <laughs> then you're sprayed on me. <laughs> <laughs> does it work on you? I don't know if you make it. I don't know. It does anyway, work. It will work on me. It's the beginning of a lot of things. Um, it's the beginning of. Uh, listen I think we're just trying to just be available you know like I was I was talking to somebody about that how they told me I wasn't charging enough we've had these conversations yeah and I said no 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 I said that's not what we're that's that's not what I'm about for me personally that's not what I'm about it's it's it will come but it's I do it to live not to be you know 
evangelistic about it. Yeah, yeah. Money isn't the motivating it's factor. It's not the motivating factor. The so money helps, like the Patreon support helps. It gives you the time so you don't have to hustle. I don't have to hustle. So I don't you're have able to, yes. to come up with the workshops yes. and come up with the right. Etsy kits and things like that. So I'm always available. Like I said, $5 a month, you get to see a video. $10 a month, you get a little extra. $20 a month VIP, then you get discounts. And then you get crystals of the month. And then you get, you know, like I said, if you're a VIP, for this tarot class, instead of it being 70, it's 50. I'm yeah. like, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's always available and there's ways to, to you know, for everybody. It can be available. If you want a reading with me, you can get a, uh, a Skype reading or what do you call the messenger reading yeah. for $65. If you want to see me in person, it's more. It's 110, but I'm still access. You can yeah, still yeah. have access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to workshops. Let's yeah. do it. So speaking of workshops, yet another thing. Do we have another thing? Yeah. What? You have the sound thing. Oh, I have summer sounds. We have a band. Suzanne and I <laughs> have a band. It's called Santosha. I hope I said that right. Santosha, which is, I think, Sanskrit for um, contentment, to be content. And that's Susanna's word. She made it, She made the name. Yeah, you guys have been obsessed. Yes. It's summer sounds. It's $35. It's on Friday, June 28th, between 7 and 8.30, a restorative yoga, meditation, and sound healing experience with Kathy Caminero and Susanna Grange. So excited. Yes. It's very exciting. I posted it on Instagram. Thank you. You can find it there. It's just, it's not going to be intense. It's Kathy no, Light. it's relaxation. It's Kathy, Kathy Light. Light. It's Kathy yeah. Light. It's not intense. It's your gong. It's, my, it's just me and the gong. You and your dumb gong. I have gong. my own marching band. What? <laughs> you and your dumb gong. You say dumb, don't I say, don't, don't disrespect it. the gong. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I don't disrespect your candle, whatever candle you're burning, to for your intention to make things happen. I don't care. I don't say stupid candle. You can throw the candle doesn't matter to me damn candle <laughs> and then you trip down the stairs <laughs> leave and my, then i say that'll learn leave you. my <laughs> enlightenment alone it makes me feel so good it does take the negativity out of this house wait i had a gong today you're still here uh, <laughs> not good so anyway so there's a lot going on a lot of balls in the air and then um we're gonna start the uh, workshops again in september you came up with some really great ideas Donna's on it. I'm on it, man. You're on There's it. There's a lot to talk about. She's and pimping me out. Yeah. She's and so me. this weekend, the 21st, what's the 21st? Friday? I'm not even sure. Yeah. What's the, uh, the 21st is the solstice. Yes. And I'm going to be doing ritual for like to set my spring intentions um, on fire and mm -hmm. really put into action. This is the time of action. Summertime is the time. Summertime of is time of action. It's the male part of the year, male energy. That doesn't mean penis. That means, um, you know, the active warrior side of all of us that uh, just does shit, gets shit done. This is the action. time to do it. Now I hibernate in August, so I only have two months to do it, but that's okay because I usually well, solstice like the yeah. summer solstice. I remember when Donovan Sophie was reading. Uh, Twilight and ignored me with my activities, but it was like me. <laughs> so, and so when the solstice came, Donovan and I <clears throat> would t get a plant. We would buy a plant, like plants. That was the one thing he really enjoyed was plants. Is that we celebrated the sunshine? We said, I said, the solstice is when you celebrate sun. You celebrate that light. You celebrate um, the long days. The long days and. Um, to be grateful. So we created a grateful plant and he would write out, remember he used to make the clouds, Sophie, and make clouds and put on the Christmas tree and all that kind of stuff and make it a wish tree. And so for the solstice, a great idea is to just be grateful for the things that we do in the summertime, you know, planting the flowers or I don't, I don't really do that, but like you, if you like to do that, like planting flowers, being outside, um, you know, more recreation, as Donna was saying, like you really are harvesting the action of your of your soul, that part of it. And so the, on the plant, we, you would write out what you're grateful for and then you would hang it on. You'd like make little mm -hmm. cutouts and then put paper clips nice and light. And then it would be a grateful tree for the summer. Yeah. Well, you should do grateful stuff anyway. But I think it's good for kids. I'm just giving gratitude. I'm giving a tidbit of what chemistry. you can do for kids. Yeah. 
I was just giving a tidbit. It was good. Thank, thank you. It's all right there. Thank you, thank you, Soph. It's all right. It's good. Enjoy. I, I am. You know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it right now. That this is almost over with you. Yes, that's what it's we been used a long to do. Day. I'm on Dayquil. I don't know what to say. That's all right. Well, I'm just very grateful for the summer. I think I'm going to be working on getting all this together. I think I put everything in action. Mm-hmm. And it's just like whatever's sticking, whatever's moving, we're going to move forward in it. Yeah, we just keep moving forward. We have more and more listeners. Super fun. We have almost 15,000. I know. It's so fun. What? We do? Yeah. No. I don't think so. Anyway, think it's, like it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. We have 15,000 lists, almost 15,000. I, I saw a show at Radio City Music Hall, and that's 6,000 people. And so while I was sitting there in the middle of it, and I was like, we have twice as many people. No, yeah, close, no. close. But, but we have, but when I was, you know, in Radio City, mm-hmm. I was like, two of these sold out people are listening to, like, they listen to they us. They just listen it's to me. It's crazy. It's cra- It's amazing. I know. And and they're active listening. They're like most yes. of them are active listeners. We know I know that because people will contact us and respond yeah. to the podcast I forget what we were saying and say that was so funny and I really don't remember saying That's awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling grateful and doing that and enjoying the summer and I'm gonna enjoy Nico. He's gonna be a year old. Your baby's gonna be a year old and a I month know. today. <gasps> and that's just phenomenal. That's just a, that's just I can't believe how fast time is going. It's pretty amazing. I know. When we were at the parade, I was like, oh, my God. Remember how pregnant Sophie was last year at the parade? And all I did was kept feeding you. First, I gave you an ice cream cone. Yeah. Then I gave you a milkshake. <laughs> then I gave you <laughs> You're like the good old days. turkey sandwich. Yeah, that was the last time I could do that. Yeah. You were so amazing. hot. She was just sitting there. I know. <laughs> you know what? You're really Donovan is going to be 17. I know. 17. Oh. We're all growing. I'm going to be a l- older next spring. I'm not going to talk about my age, but Yeah. Yeah, his birthday is the first. I love 25. And at, so you're 24 and a half, so Yeah. 24 and a half. All right. All right. You're doing it. You're alive. You're doing my it. My favorite story about Donovan what? with um when we asked him we ran into you guys at the farmer's market once and it was like a couple weeks before Donovan's birthday. Yeah. And we asked Donovan, so what do you want for your birthday, Donovan? And he was like, you know, maybe wrestling figures, some money and happy ending. (laughs) Remember that? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) What do you think a happy ending is? What's a happy ending? <laughs> and Chris was like, Chris just said, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you know, we get together. Everybody has a good time. That's a happy ending. <laughs> and I was like, it sure is. And then, and then Chris Orlando was like, I say happy, happy endings, endings for, for everyone. <laughs> 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 so on that note, we're going to go. <laughs> That's our happy ending for today. <laughs> Everybody deserves... A happy ending. <laughs> happy solstice. Bye, Soph. Open up my way.